Hello, friends. Welcome to the Road Runners Unfiltered podcast. This is a little different because it is the off season, and we don't typically have podcasts in the off season, but that is changing now. So I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited to be back as well. There's just a lot that went on last year that um, I definitely want to address on this particular podcast, but also am excited that things are going to be different this year. That's fun. Things are going to be fresh. I like new and fresh and revamped stuff and evolving from, you know, norms that we've had in the past. So I'm excited about all of this. I'm I'm really excited. Um, So today I won't be long, won't be a long podcast. I just have a couple of topics that I wanted to kind of talk through. Obviously, I want to talk about some of the changes that you guys will see with the podcast and the brand this year um and what what's to expect uh going forward also want to get into a just a brief overview of the 2022 season and how UTSA fared and my thoughts on that cuz I didn't get an opportunity to do a recap at the end of last season so we will get that done today and then also I want to take a brief look at UTSA signing class and just give you my perspective on what we did, what we accomplished and how that's going to impact the team this upcoming season. So let's jump right into it. So um, the first thing I wanted to talk about was just 2022 and how chaotic it was. So as you all remember, uh, Nick uh, stepped down from being, the co-host of the podcast at the very beginning of the year. So I just tried to put something together with my friends, David Glasgow uh, and Aeneas Henricks, uh, both former UTSA players also. And I think we did some all right work. It was, it was okay. Um, it was cool. I wasn't, mad at it but I think the difficult thing there was trying to get everybody in the same place at the same time considering what we all had going on at the time right everybody you know uh, Glasgow has his lawyer thing going on and Aeneas is you know has this thing going on and just to be frank myself I had a lot going on last year. I was planning a wedding. I got married uh, early December, December 4th, which was great. And for those of you who are married and planned your own wedding, I'm sure you feel my pain. That shit was not fun. I had a great time at the wedding. The wedding was excellent, but planning it sucked, bro. It was not, it was not cool. For those of you who are engaged or going to, Pop the question soon. Be sure to hire a wedding planner, bro. Don't do it yourself. So, uh, but no, in all seriousness, yeah, that that was something that took a, t- a ton of time. <clears throat> Work was hectic. All the layoffs and all that type of stuff that was going on. I'm trying to support my team uh, at my corporate day job the best way I can and be, uh, you know, the best manager I can be for them as we navigate through this uncertain environment and then also trying to run the car business 
um, which was tough too. So in a nutshell, I just didn't have the time to commit the way I wanted to commit. Um, and yeah, I have made it a point to work the podcast and just my social media presence, or I'm sorry, my um, sports media presence. I'm making that more of a priority now. So it's something that I just love doing, regardless of if it makes money or not. I can care less. I just genuinely love sports, and I genuinely love doing the sports media thing. So I'm excited for what's to come. So with that out the way, that's what happened in 2022. So we're good in 2023. Here's some of the changes that that will um, that you will see here in 2023. So I think the first one you'll see, you'll start seeing more content on the Twitter. We're also going to open up the Instagram a little bit more. We're going to have a TikTok being made, so on and so forth. I just brought on a social media manager. I'm really excited about what she's going to bring to the brand. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good project and we've got to shock some life back into this thing. Um, Nick used to run our social media. So now that he's gone, I'm terrible at that kind of thing. I am too opinionated. So I am too opinionated to run a social media where you somewhat have to be objective. So, um, yeah, just going to have someone else do it, which I think that'll be fine. And I think we're going to try to bring more content, more sideline content, more content at practices and that sort of thing. So, yeah, we got some things in a, got some things in the queue, um, that'll be coming out. That's going to be exciting. So, to be honest, I'll be honest with y'all too about this. I don't like doing anything half-assed, to be completely honest. And I feel like just because of how crazy 2022 was, I I wasn't very proud of the stuff we were putting out. So, yeah, I wanted to make sure I committed and made a change to that. So, um, anyway, you'll see some of those. I am going to be doing podcasts in the off-season, starting with this one. Uh, on a bi-weekly basis and then once the season kicks off it'll go back to weekly but I think it'll be fun and yeah so uh, another thing too in terms of host and co-host and all that thing I'm going to take a different approach going forward just listening to some of the feedback that I've gotten from all of you listeners which I appreciate very much what we'll be doing going forward is having Basically, people come in, you know, different people, almost every podcast. There'll be some people that come in more than once, but I want to kind of mix it up, have multiple people in and out just so we can hear different perspectives. I can debate with folks and with different folks and all of that. So, yeah, I'm really excited about doing that. I'm, um, I plan on having more um, ex-players on the podcast, even some that I haven't met, some that I didn't play with. So, yeah, I'm excited about doing that as well. I think that's going to be dope and it's going to be fun too. So, anyway, a lot of changes coming, but I just wanted to give y'all a overview of what those changes are going to be and what you all can look out for going forward. Also, just last note, I am going to reintroduce uh, film study and some of that stuff back into the content. That might be reserved, though, for my personal thing. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to have some UTSA film breakdown stuff. So 
there'll be more details on what that looks like, but that'll be coming too. Anyway, so with that out of the way, that's all the housekeeping stuff. Um, if you guys have any more suggestions of what you would like to, what type of content you would like to see, would like to engage with, let me know. I am definitely open for that, but um, I, the plan isn't totally finalized on what content, but I, I would say I'm about 80% done. There's There's one more element I want to bring into the content, but I got to make sure I have a turnkey solution before I can do that. Anyway, with that out of the way, want to talk about my thoughts overall on UTSA's 11-3 and season and the unfortunate loss to Troy in the bowl game. I'll be honest with you. I was very disappointed that we did not win that bowl game, man. I, I, was, I, felt, I felt really bad about that. I think we were pound for pound a better team. I do think that we did not execute as well as we could have, and I'm sure those guys in that locker room feel the same way because they're great. I'm, I was excited about the season. I'm excited that we we get we we got another banner, which is anytime you're able to do that, it's excellent. We weren't able to do that at my tenure, so hats off to these guys doing that in consecutive years. And probably going to three-peat, but this time do it in another conference, which is going to be crazy. But that in itself is an extraordinary accomplishment, and they should be very proud of what they put on tape. They should be very proud of how the fan base is receiving them. They should be very proud of everything they did. And Coach Trailer, man, I, that dude is – It what's crazy is like – I live and work in Austin, so I interact with a lot of Austin folks. Everybody wants him. That's crazy. Like, everybody, and and I have a lot of folks, you know, that I work with that are from colleges all over, and they all say, y'all got a badass coach. Y'all got a badass coach. So that dude is something else. He's he's uh, really took the talent in San Antonio and and everywhere he's recruiting just in Texas and really optimized it to the best of his ability. He's been able to optimize the talent from Frank Wilson's era and get the best out of guys. And like that is not something that can be take for, taken for granted. We've seen some of those same players play under Frank Wilson and the, the result, and this is not anything against Frank Wilson. I think he was a hellacious recruiter, bro. Like that dude, I've heard stories about some of his recruiting tactics and some of the things that he does and says to players like, um, you know, they're very commendable things. And it's, it's, it's a different skill to apply that to, it's a different skill when you think about bringing these players in and then optimizing the talent piece, right? I don't know if we have, I don't know if Jeff Trailers is, is as good of a recruiter as Coach Wilson. In fact, he probably isn't. But not to say he's not recruiting his ass off too, because he is. Like we're ranked on these little uh, boards or whatever, 
um, some of the best recruits in the in the conference, if not the best, right? <clears throat> so that's always phenomenal. Um, but Coach Trailer's ability to get the best out of folks, man, like that's rare, bro. That's rare. That's rare. He's getting the best out of the whole roster. You know what I mean? Like the whole roster is getting better. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, you know, you see some influence in certain positions and things like that, but like the whole roster. And like, like if you just think about it, what position group on our team that has glaring holes? None of them. And, 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 we don't have – we have great players. Don't get me wrong. Like, we have great players up and down. But a lot of teams have great players. That don't mean shit for some of those teams. You can have great players everywhere, top to bottom. That don't mean shit sometimes if you can't get the best out of those guys, right? And what position are people not, like <laughs> – we just spent we – just, we just think about it. You go from corner, right? Got Tariq Woolen who's killing it in the NFL. He should have got rookie of the year, by the way. He got screwed, in my opinion. I think, I think it was fairly obvious that he should have been defensive rookie of the year. And fuck my bias. I, I just genuinely believe that. Um, but you got Tariq Woolen, who's killing it, right? Just just uh, Spencer Buford killing it from the offensive line. Defensive line, uh, we've always reloaded, but we just have a ton of guys on the defensive line that, like, have, are going to have opportunities, places, and are just talented. Our defensive line just just be rolling, steamrolling fools, right? And then when you look at our linebacker, our linebacker group, Jamal Ligon has been great. Trevor Manson has been great. Like every, everywhere, sa- safeties. Uh, what is who is it? Cheatham or whatever. Like you got you know NFL scouts looking at our safeties, which is wild to me. Not in like a surprise way, but like I'm just thinking about every position. So that's there goes your defense. Then you got Frank Frank Harris, who's I mean Frank for Heisman tweets was going up. Like he's a finalist on all the big national awards and that, that on and that sort sort of thing, right? And then Kavorian Barnes, what he's done at the running back position. What is he freshman all conference? Like, come on, man, what are we doing here? You know what? I want to get his stuff right because that dude is gonna be special. Let's see. He got. Let me check this out real quick. I just want to see the accolades he got. I don't have it off the top of my head, and I'm sure I'm not gonna be able to pull it up quickly. But I'm definitely gonna try. I think he got freshman of the year though, right? If I'm not mistaken, I think he did. He got freshman of the something. I'll just leave it at that. He got some kind of freshman or something. Um, and he's going to do great things. He's fast. He's explosive. And I'm sure he's going to get NFL looks too whenever his time comes. And then let's not go to our receiving court. No, let's not do that. <laughs> Arguably the best receiving court in the country. So that's what I mean by, like, a coach being good enough to get the best out of their out of their players. That is not a – easy thing to do that takes skill that takes talent that also takes leadership you know that that he has to instill in his position coaches because they are going to be the ones that spend the most time with those particular players not him right so being a a leader a good enough leader to be able to put the right coaches in place give them the proper 
proper direction to make sure they're coaching their guys to uh, the standard that he sets. I mean, he meaning coach trailer and, you know, holding them accountable to, to those standards. So, um, I know I just went on a tangent about how great he is, but that's just how impressed I am and why I have these crazy expectations about for UTSA and what they can be because we got talent mixed with an awesome coach. So, um, yeah, those are my thoughts basically on the season. I think there was, there were some disappointing things about it to be completely honest. Cause I just want to get that bowl game out of the way. I definitely want to get over that hump. But overall, how can you be pissed at, at what, what we're doing year in and year out at this point and we're going to do next year? It's crazy. It's crazy. So I'm excited, um, and we'll see what happens. So just looking at the schedule uh, for 2023, I'm excited about it, man. We got to get that one back at Houston. We got to get that one back. They they beat us last year in overtime game, very close, 37-35, I think. I don't have it in front of me, but I believe that was the score. Got to get that one back. I'm happy to set the tone and start, it off, start that one off. There's going to be a lot of guys coming back into that game, and, and they're going to remember how that game ended last year, and I, and I guarantee you we show up and show out. Um, Texas State, following that, that's perfect. What a way to just carry that momentum. Go in, whoop their ass real quick. I mean, that's not going to be much of a game. That's just going to be a bludgeon. We'll, we'll, we'll smoke that team. They're going to be excited about that. The Army game, mm, I don't I don't particularly like that one. <laughs> I don't like that one, not because I just think they're so great, but that gimmicky-ass offense is difficult to stop. We had trouble with it. That's not going to be a fun game. Hope it will be, but it ain't. Going up to Tennessee, that's going to be great, man. I'm, I'm so happy to see us playing teams like that, bro. That's going to be dope. They're going to go up into Knoxville, hostile territory, and we're gonna need, we need to go snatch them boys next. That'll be dope. They, then they're also going to Temple. That'll be a good game, too. So I'm excited about it, man. We got we got East Carolina on the schedule. We got Tulane to, uh, in the schedule. Uh, that's going to be crazy because I think I seen a tweet today that somebody was like, it's crazy that UTSA and Tulane are going to be playing back-to-back because they'll probably play that game and then have to suit up and play each other again at the um, conference championship. So that's going to be interesting. South Florida is back. Uh, um, we'll be playing them. That's going to be that's gonna be cool. So, yeah, there's a lot to look forward to with the schedule. I think there's going to be some fun trips. I bet that New Orleans trips is going to be trip is going to be fun. Shout out to everybody who travels with the team. The Philly trip, I don't know how fun that's going to be. I hear I don't hear great things about Philly. I don't know if they got cheesesteaks though. I'm down, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. The um, schedule looks good. I think we'll do fine, but yeah, interesting times. Interesting times. Super proud of UTSA and what they've done and what they're going to continue to do. Oh, I almost forgot the recruiting class. Did I say something about the recruiting class? I think I started talking about Coach Trailer the whole time. Yeah, the recruiting class. Here's the one thing I'll um, go in on the, on, on the recruits that we got. I will say just for context, I've watched some of the highlight tapes of all the guys we've gotten. And honestly, it's real hard to like look at some of this talent on high school fields and 
try to apply those particular things you see in the video to the college game and to see if that is going to work on a college game. So take that for what it's worth. The, the thing I like to look at with recruiting is because you never know, like these stars don't mean a whole bunch. You can get a one star that can go out here and outplay somebody who's a four star. We see, we hear and see stories like that all the time. Um, so I'm not too big on the stars, even though, you know, I'm excited about us being ranked where we were. But the 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 way I like to look at it is, you know, we have a lot of we have a lot of we have a lot of focus in certain areas. So I see that we hit the receivers hard. I think we got we're bringing in three receivers, which is damn good. We need to. That's gonna that's gonna be awesome, uh, especially with our our bulk of our receiving core are getting ready to be out. We're going to have to definitely reload on that position. Uh, offensive line, we got three guys in the offensive line. We got some of these guys who are JUCO, which is important because that 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 lets you know that like, you know, Coach Trailer is trying to win now. <laughs> you don't go get JUCO guys to sit them guys on the bench. They have a limited amount of time, and you get them to slot them in. So I think that's pretty cool that they went in and. And did that because that just that just sets the tone for what next season. It gives you insight into Coach Trailer's mind of, you know, what next season is going to look like. This this goes to show me he got receiver, he got a JUCO receiver, got a JUCO um, offensive lineman, um, a Ju- JUCO edge rusher. Yeah, he definitely hit the JUCO side, and then got some transfers coming in also. So this just lets me know. That um, I got some good transfers, man. So it's gonna let me know that, like, yeah, he's not coming to play around next year. And you, you gotta love a coach who looks at every season as an opportunity. So, uh, oh yeah, we got a corner, of course, from ju- from a junior college. Also, we gotta reload there. We're gonna lose Corey Mayfield to the NFL. So uh, linebacker too, yeah, everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. I'm I'm happy with this. I'm really happy with this. I think this is a good move, and I I I just think that he's managing the roster and the team well, and we'll de- we'll definitely see it pay off for us next season. But I also think it'll it'll pay off in the season after that because it's going to give some of these other guys a chance to develop and not force them out there too early in their career to where you know you can start somebody's growth really quick if you put them out there earlier. Because uh, it's nothing like being out there in front of folks and trying to figure it out, and you don't want to shake anybody's confidence um, before you need to. So, anyway, there we go. I think I'll stop the pod right there. Once again, I really appreciate all the listeners. Bear with us on a, that have bear, bared with us on this on the content piece. Like I said, we got a lot of stuff coming that's going to be exciting. Got a lot of folks working to to make sure that we are able to get some good content out to y'all. I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited about this season. I'm super excited about a lot of the stuff that we got brewing. So um, once again, I appreciate everybody for listening. I appreciate everybody for the feedback. Keep it coming. I need it. We need it. And yeah, hope you all have a great week and a great weekend. Peace.